0: It's February and love is in the air, but not if your sales team is in a relationship with the wrong sales platform. Don't worry, Sales Hub from HubSpot is here to help. It's an all-in-one platform that helps teams prospect smarter, boost revenue, and scale better. Plus, it's easy to learn and free to start. What's not to love about that? Be the perfect matchmaker and introduce your sales team to a new platform they'll love with sales hub closing deals is no big deal head to hubspot.com sales now
1: With all of these social media influencers, as you start to grow your account, they are looking for ways to make money and brands in particular are looking for ways to partner with them in a mutually beneficial relationship to grow both brands. And we actually brought on some experts in this space to talk about tips that you need to establish a strong partnership with your brand and social media influencers. I'm about to the show. Hero Maker. welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April.
0: Hey, JJ. And hey, HeroMaker.
1: April, when we do podcast episodes that focused on social media, we get a lot of comments. We get a lot of shares. People are very interested in learning more about social media. And I get it because we are interested in social media. You and I are. I know this is a shock. We're both on social media.
0: (laughs) Instagram, Instagram. Fans.
1: Yes, we we are on Instagram. I do have a TikTok account, thanks to one of our brand certified guides, who I promised that I would get a TikTok account on. <laughs> so I am, am on TikTok. Don't use it very much, but I'm there. I'm on Twitter. But we hear a lot from people about how do I engage my audience on Instagram specifically more and more. So we thought we would talk about that again today. We want to do that. It's such
0: an accessible form of marketing. Yeah. It's something that's in your pocket.
1: It's ready to go right now. And I think a lot of people get overwhelmed and intimidated, right? Because they're like, oh, there's all this stuff going on. I should be doing all these things. And so finding ways to just in small ways just in little small ways to step you, into You Hero
0: Maker you should see the <laughs> motions and the things that JJ is doing with his hands and face right now like I had to say it I'll go again I'm sorry
1: <laughs> well, That would be good if this was on social media I, that's right, that's It's going right. be a good way to engage and people see and that's what's great about doing Instagram right and I don't follow a lot of people because it's actually hard for me I so I, I actually keep my follows to 200 people mm-hmm. I'm very selective about who I follow and so I I follow mostly family and friends and coworkers, but I do have a few influencers that I do follow Ooh. because I think they're hilarious. I think they offer a lot of value. Mostly it's hilarious. Okay, mostly who's on I follow your list? who's on your um, list? Um, JVN um, Jonathan oh. Van Ness. You know I follow him. Incredible. Um, and some of my favorites are Darcy Michaels and his husband Jeremy. And okay, I don't they, know them. Tell oh, me about them. They're hilarious because they're opposites. So Darcy is a little bit like. He has ADHD, he talks about it a lot, mental health issues, whereas Jeremy is a little more organized. And so it's a little bit about their dynamic together. So that's hilarious. Also, Darcy loves plants and always bothers his husband by bringing home too many plants. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's really fantastic. And so I just love them. They make me laugh all the time. Do you have anybody who you follow that kind of just like makes you laugh and is an influencer? And
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, there's this girl named Taryn. Taryn Delaney Smith she was Miss New York in 2022 uh-huh. her thing and so maybe if you're on Instagram you've seen these videos she is the receptionist at heaven so like if you die and <laughs> yes. you get sent to heaven <laughs> yes. you interact with Denise this character <laughs> that she's created and she like looks people up in the system and make sure they're in the right spot anyway it she's hilarious oh she also does like you know get ready with me's, and she's a gorgeous human who yeah you know, is just traipsing about New York and doing hilarious things. She has a fun dog. And, and so she partners with a lot of brands. A lot of brands want to partner with her oh, yeah. to take advantage of, you know, over half a million eyeballs that yeah. are on
1: her account. Well, that may be 201 for me. I may need to start following her because I have seen those videos and she's hilarious. She's so fun. (laughs) And, And, you know, with all of these social media influencers, as you start to grow your account, they are looking for ways to make money and brands in particular are looking for ways to partner with them in a mutually beneficial relationship to grow both brands. And I think a lot of that is really mysterious for people. How do you actually, if I love, you know, Darcy and Jer and you love Taryn. How do then companies who want to be a part of their growing audience how do they join them in partnership with their brand? And we actually brought on some experts in this space to talk about that very thing and they just so happened yes. to manage Darcy and oh, Jimmy. On, yes. uh, <laughs>
0: what a blast and a half.
1: Yes, it is so cool because I wanted to go some people who have a lot of experience in this space and so we brought on the podcast Emily Ward and Jess Hunnishin. They are the co-founders of Shine Talent Group. And what they do is they actually manage social media personalities and also work with them to build partner connections, brand connections, and also build their platform in other areas, like help them go on tour. And then on top of that, they actually created another company called Shine Ventures that is kind of an angel investor company that actually goes in and begins finding influencers and actually helping them build their brands and build their business in a whole new way. They're incredible people, they're incredible at their job, and we wanted to bring them on to just have them talk to us about what it's like for brands to reach out to influencers. What are some of the things you should do to reach out to influencers? What should you be looking for? What are some questions you can ask? What are some strategies you can take? Ultimately, you are going to get the tips that you need to establish a strong partnership with your brand and social media influencers. So we're so excited to have them them on, love talking to them. And I know you are going to love my conversation with Emily Ward and Jess Hunnishan, the co-founders of Shine Talent Group and Shine Ventures. (music) Emily and Jess, we are so excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having us. We're excited. You guys have been working with creators and entrepreneurs and brands for literally like almost a decade, which puts you, I would say, probably in the top 1% of people who've been in this industry for that long of time and have seen things come and go along the way and are now going into some new ventures, which we're going to be talking about. But I wanted to kind of go back to the beginning for you guys of what made you land in this kind of innovative creator brand partnership space with the shine talent group
2: yeah we love going back to the beginning it's always the most exciting part so we uh i had as you mentioned i i came to canada from australia and after kind of trying to figure out what i was going to do here i m- emily and i met which was very uh serendipitous i suppose um so we met and we both came from PR backgrounds. So M had been in like the big agency world, and I had been in like entertainment and television. So we started doing freelance PR work together and, and, and launched Shine PR, which was our first agency very, very soon after meeting and kind of anticipating that like, that's what we would do. Um, It would be a boutique PR agency, but there are lots and lots and lots of boutique PR agencies. So in order to kind of, when we were figuring out like, what's our niche and like, how do we do something that's a little bit different? We started really looking at the influencer category. As you said, we've been in this business for what seems like 100 years, <laughs> um, but it's it's almost 10. But in the influencer age, you know, that's like we're prehistoric almost. So it's uh, we've been doing it for a long time. So when we first started to look into it, especially in Canada, no one was, no one was working with influencers in the way that they are now. So we looked at it more kind of like, we understand the brand side and we understand what PR agencies need, but we also really see the value in these creators. And we know that like, they don't understand that either. They don't know how to ask for money, how to make sure they're creating content that aligns really well. So we looked at that and thought, you know, we can sit really nicely here in the middle, but it was really always intended just to be like, this is a great way to get business for our PR agency. But almost immediately when we launched, we're like, oh, this is going to be our primary focus. So yeah, it was fun.
1: And so you you sign creators, so you actually manage talent, but you also pair them with brands. So you actually do kind of both sides of helping brands create campaigns while also nurturing the creator. And Emily, talk a little bit about that, about kind of that focus of you're not just kind of a talent agency, but you're also a marketing agency, a brand <laughs> agency. You you do kind of the breadth of it all. Don't just work with talent, but work with brands as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. So the talent management side can be looked at very similarly to like a modeling agency or a sports management agency where they have athletes who they represent and then they work with brands and endorsement deals. But the other side of it is the proactive pitching that we do. So we're looking at the talent who we represent and trying to strategically pair them with brands who make the most sense for where they want to go as well. So, I mean, that's a unique unique differentiator about Shine is that we're not just fulfilling the deals that are coming in. We're actually helping the talent to kind of grow their personal brands alongside the collaborations that they do.
1: I love that. And so when you are looking for an innovative creator, what are some of the things that you are looking for when you sign new talent?
3: there's minimums and stuff. And like, you know, I feel like that are pretty common amongst all of like our peer agencies as well. I mean, there's like a general minimum number of followers that would make somebody marketable, but it's not set in stone because there's some other factors that come into play that we can anticipate somebody's growth and we might take them on much sooner than, you know, a standard minimum followership might be.
1: When you're doing that, are you looking beyond the, just the followership? What kind of content are you looking for? What kind of personalities are you looking for?
3: Yeah,
2: I think that's, you, you hit the nail on the head, like we're looking for the personality. Think of influencers as like every personality higher there ever was. So like, if you look at like, not just the vanity metrics, so we'd, we'd call vanity metrics, like a comment or a like, things that like anyone can see just by looking at someone's page. But kind of going beyond that and looking, my favorite metric, I've said this for years, it still stands true. My favorite metrics are saves and shares on Instagram um, and TikTok for that matter. I think it's a really great intent to purchase or intent to convert. When there's something that the audience wants from these talent, I feel like there you're like, ooh, there's something special in there that like they want what they have. And I think that's some of those, like, as Em said, those like early indicators that we can look to.
1: Somebody can come to you and Mm -hmm. hire you and work with you to kind of connect with talent. But for a lot of our listeners, maybe they're not quite at that space where they're big enough to where they're going to hire a PR agency. Are those the things that they should be looking for when trying to identify creators that they want to connect with?
3: For them to like vet themselves. Yeah, if they were vetting themselves. Well, I mean, like, as as Jess was saying, I think those like vanity metrics, the things that you can easily see, like, are the engagement rates and the followerships. Um, But yeah, truly pay attention to like the comments that you can see as well. Paying attention in terms of like how the talent is engaging back, like, with the community is really interesting. Rate of growth would be another one. Rate of growth. I feel like there's, Some smaller talent who are having some big spikes of growth and being able to connect with them when they're on like that upswing can be really valuable for a brand. A lot of like just general social listening as well, which
2: is not difficult, but it is a time commitment. So let's say, for example, if you were a florist who offers like nationwide shipping or something like that, that if this I'll go down like a somewhat morbid path, but let's say you were on the lookout for people who had like recently gotten dumped. Or something uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're like, we are going to like be on the lookout for those people. And then when they post about it online, we're immediately going to be like, we have something to send you. And like, you know what I mean? Like being a little bit cute with it and being like, you don't need to be in a relationship to get flowers. Do you know what I mean? Like just little things like that that like you're going to make that creator like have a bit of a laugh, probably, and be like, oh, that's really sweet. Like, and they'll likely post about it just because of that. It's definitely not guaranteed. You cannot give someone with the intention that they 100% will post, but depending on how creative you are with it as the brand, it's really likely that they will.
1: I'm a big foodie. I love food mm-hmm. and I love like little gadgety things and I especially love mini things. So anybody on this podcast that's been listening, they know this about me, like they know I love mini things. And so <laughs> for me what's funny is like dash the brand dash, yeah. you know, like they make mini waffle makers and mini egg bites yeah. and mini pot pies and you know I way. have <laughs> almost all of their <laughs> things just cuz I love them. I think they're hilarious and yeah. I like to make little treats and I made a video of me trying out their pot pie maker at one point and not with no intention of like them finding out about it or anything. I just wanted to show people like how fun this was. And they ended up reaching out to me and sending me a, an item that I didn't have in the, in my dash repertoire. And Mm -hmm. I did post about it because it was a very natural thing. They I've had people reach out to me and send me things that I'm like, I don't, I've never used this. I, I probably won't use this. You clearly don't know me <laughs> and you don't know what's going on in my life right now that you're sending me this thing yeah. and expecting me to respond by giving you publicity. And I don't have a very big platform on social media, but I, they're expecting some kind of reciprocity. And I'm like, thank you. I mean it thank you but that this is not who i am and this is not where i am in my life and those moments where people have sent me things that are specifically related to something i've said or done or posted about or a stage of life that's when i naturally then post about it because you're right if somebody if i went through a breakup and somebody sent me flowers i'm ta- mm-hmm. if i'm talking about my breakup online then it's a natural fit but if not and you just send me flowers, it's like, uh, that's weird. You just want publicity. You're trying to use me and I'm not going to play that game. And so I think that that's incredibly helpful for people to know, like if you're on the lookout for somebody that has a platform that you want to partner with, make sure you actually know them and what's going on and then step into where they are and where their audience is versus trying to create a new audience. I think that's really important and very valuable for everybody listening. Nudge Podcast, hosted by Phil Agnew, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Have you ever noticed how the smallest changes can have the biggest impact? Well, on Nudge, you learn simple evidence based tips to help you kick bad habits, get a raise, and even grow a business. Every bite sized 20 minute show comes packed with practical advice from admired entrepreneurs and behavioral scientists. To the Hero Maker listening, you are going to love this show. I love this show. I got to be on this show. We've actually had Phil on our show. And the reason I love it is because it discusses the psychology behind stellar marketing. And in a recent episode titled, Should I Share All My Secrets? Phil actually talks to John Lee Dumas, host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, one of the world's most popular business podcasts. And John shares almost everything from his exact monthly income his tax-saving schemes, his intimate tours of his home. I mean, they really get into the psychology behind sharing secrets and how John's business benefited from all of his transparency. Go and listen to Nudge. You're going to get great tips out of it, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, back to the show. Because I know you guys are also so much involved in helping create campaigns a lot of times from start to finish, for the business owners out there who are listening, if they are getting ready to create a campaign that does or does not involve influencers, I think one of the things that you said that was really valuable is listen to your audience and hear the questions that they're asking and then create content around that. What are some other things that you're listening for or watching for or help brands do when they're getting ready to launch new campaigns?
2: I think you can be looking out for a problem that your product or service can solve. So that's a huge one. So if someone's like, no matter what shoes I wear, I get blisters, like are you a band aid company? Do you, or do you have a shoe that guarantees no blisters? Like watching out for like solving people's problems? Because then I think there's kind of two ways you can look at it. You can look for a new audience and that's just like general social listening. So like I'm going to listen for anyone who I'll just run with this example has blisters. And then I'm going to kind of like pitch my product to them, or there's going to be a person that I want my brand to be connected with. Like I know who they are. I think they're the perfect representation of my company. So I'm going to be, as you mentioned, meticulously watching their stories, their posts, their TikToks, their YouTube videos to like find a little nugget that you can pull out and be like, Hey, I saw the other day you talked about blah, blah, blah. I think this would be really cool. Do you want me to send you some? Like kind of like playing it like that. But as you know, you mentioned earlier, JJ, like it doesn't work when you're like, Hey, can I send you my brow pencil and you're like ah, I kind not I don't I don't really care about it like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't connect with me at all um and I think influencers like they get so much stuff like so much stuff so I think I would lean on quality over quantity with things like that like instead of saying okay we're just going to send our product to 100 people I think you're better off listening and sending your product to like five people but investing that time in like really understanding someone's content and what's going on in their life and how your product could like really naturally integrate into that. Um, I think that's where time is best spent.
3: There's lots of different strategies that you can start with. And like a lot of it comes from budget, you know, as a starting point, because, you know, different budgets like allow for different kinds of strategies and different kinds of like results by it. Um, and you can't always expect a like small budget to have the same impact as like a large budget at the end of the day. But like some, like, as, as Jess was talking about, like that kind of cause and effect, like problem, like solution, you can play that out in like many different formats. So you can kind of just be going through social listening and going after like enthusiasts or more of like that, like micro nano, like influencer space and have like a really great response that way. Or you can strategically like look to more of like an ambassador campaign when you're picking more of like that perfect brand association social talent and they are speaking about the problem that exists before introducing your product like as like the solution both can work brilliantly Uh, they just have like different levels of effort that go into them and different budgets attached to it as
1: well I love those tips that you just gave our listeners because I think anybody at any level got some very practical knowledge from you guys right there. The first thing is, if you're looking for an influencer to partner with, you can do it one of two ways, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it just I'm kind of saying this back for myself, is that one, you can find that perfect influencer that you're like, that's the person we want to attach our brand to, they represent everything our brand is, and watch them for those moments to step in to be a part of the story they're already telling or also be listening for different people across social media who are micro-influencers who then also are experiencing the problem that your product solves and engage with them. So you can kind of go after influencers that way, but if you're trying to build your own brand, you don't have the budget to send out all these free items or pay other people to be in partnership with you, that in your own brand, what you can do is talk about the problem that your customer's experiencing over and over over again and create content around that, that then ultimately onboards people to your product and service. Would you say that that's, those are really like for people at just the foundational level, those are some things that they could do to kind of start building their own brand awareness really? outside yeah
3: yeah absolutely yeah. and then in terms of people's own brands when they're like really limited in early stages of not even being able to have maybe the access product to be sending out and all that I think like doing content collaborations like on your own like brand page if you come up with you know if it's experts that you like interview like weekly and you look to bring people on so they can share their information, like their like story. That's a way to help to spread like awareness and to have like that collaboration where it's not necessarily transactional.
1: Oh, I love that. I mean, that's really just if we're pulling back curtain, that's what we're doing here on the podcast, right? Yeah. Is we're, we're connecting. <laughs> Podcasts
3: are great for that. Yeah.
1: Because we're, re- we're literally in this moment connecting our brands. Like as mm-hmm. far as like we're yeah. bringing you on to influence our audience. We're connecting with your audience. There's a lot of different even partnerships that and this all this costs both of us is our time but we're actually using each other's platforms to grow our own businesses and partner. And it's not just transactional, like it's relational and I'm learning from you and our audience is learning, but that, if we pull back the curtain and go, that's exactly what's happening right here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is we chose yeah. the right influencers, you guys, who I uh, have just in doing some research and stuff am fans of and seen the work that you're doing is that doing great work around the world. And I wanted to bring you on and share your expertise with our audience and so thank you, first off thank you for being willing to partner Pleasure. and we'll see if we can send you a dash um, to <laughs> mini waffle Baker. you've influenced us yeah. already yeah. look at us love a dash yeah, yeah. well um, another reason I wanted to bring you on and and I want to get to this in the, it, this as we're kind of wrapping things up is when i went on your website when i dug a little deeper so what you did with your website is you hooked me and you made me cuz most people spend about 3 to 5 seconds on a website and if you can get them to spend beyond that then you have them so you guys had me with your clarity and your interesting story as i dug a little bit deeper one of the things that i found interesting is you really are becoming angel investors for people in overall kind of in the wellness space and the health space but you said that in the this next year, you're focusing in one particular area. And you were very, very clear about it. Tell our audience kind of where you're looking to invest over this next year as angel investors to kind of like help companies get off the ground.
2: Yeah, we're so excited about this. Like health and wellness or wellness and lifestyle is is an area that we play in a lot with Shine Talent Group. So it made a lot of sense because we get sort like, There's so much trend data that we see through Shine that we can bring over to Shine Ventures. So the area that we're really focused on for the next year or so is everything from menstruation through menopause. And as as we said, we're very excited about this. We've kind of seen, I don't wanna say the rise and fall, but the rise in products and services that have been in the past a little more on the taboo side, if you could call it that. I think everything in sexual wellness, like we went from like, that being very hush hush, very hidden to being spoken about very publicly. And I think, you know, when you look at menopause, it's the same kind of thing. Like everyone knows it happens for sure. But there's there's not a lot of content out there about like what that means and what people go through and what products there might be to support that journey. So we're really excited and have been like, we've been learning a ton. Like I've learned a ton the last six months or so that I'm like, like, I love when I find myself being like, huh, I didn't know that. And I feel like that just screams opportunity to me because I spent a lot of time on social media. So like, if I don't know it, I'm like, well, it hasn't reached me yet. And so that means there's like opportunity and there's potential there. And we, we look at these brands in a very similar way to how we look at social talent. Like we, we look at people who have an untapped or an unrecognized potential that we see and perhaps they don't even yet. So it's those skill sets alone from one company to the other, which is is really fun for us.
1: I love that for so many reasons. My brain is going 500 miles an hour right now, but (laughs) I love it, A, because of the global good that I genuinely believe that that brings. So that's like yeah. one, you know, destigmatizing a lot of that and being able to have places online to go to get some questions answered and where things are destigmatized. That's the world moving in a better direction. A hundred percent, totally. And so I, I'm just really excited about the things that you guys are doing in kind of the the talent space and the brand space, but also the new venture space. And um, we are going to be cheering you on through all of it. And I'm so thankful that you just came on here to share with our audience Just I learned a ton in this and just kind of sparked a lot of things in me. And I know it did for a lot of our listeners. And um, just before we go, where can everybody find you guys um, if they're interested in just following along your journey, partnering with any of your influencers or even becoming influencers themselves?
2: yeah well of course on social media we would be crazy if we didn't say that so you can find us at shine talent group on instagram and tiktok and then you can find us at shine ventures on instagram from there all the websites everything's interconnected from there but uh, instagram and tiktok are where we uh hang out for the most part
1: love it well thank you guys so much for being here and thank you for all you're doing
2: of course thanks for having us
1: Okay, Hero Maker, now you have permission to reach out to social media influencers and develop a partnership that really should be mutually beneficial for both of you. And if you are still feeling stuck trying to figure out how to apply the story brand framework into your marketing and your social media strategy, you can hire a story brand certified guide. And in fact, you can even go and check out episode number 121 that we recorded called Media Magic, How to Start Partnering with Influencers, where we talked to two story brand certified guides who actually do this exact thing. Joe Caruana and Lauren Cuidar Cockrell help people. Partner with social media influencers and grow their brand. All you need to do is go to marketingmade.simple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Okay, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Like April and I talked about in the beginning, we all have influencers that we follow, that we love and adore. And you may have thought along the way, man, it would be so great to be able to partner with them, to get them to promote our brand. But you didn't know how. Well, now you do. The thing that you need to do if you are looking to partner with social media influencers is you need to start paying attention to what they are posting. Not only pay attention to what they're posting in the humorous side of things, but look at their comments. What are they saying? What are other people saying? And look for those opportunities to reach out for the special and specific connection based on something that they put in a video or maybe a comment in the comment section. When you make it specific, and when you build a connection and show that you actually know who they are, that you've been following them for a while, and you're offering your product or service as a solution to a problem that they are experiencing or their followers are experiencing, you are going to be uniquely positioned to partner with them and not only be a guide to them, but be a guide to all of their followers. Don't just offer up free stuff and send stuff out randomly. Make sure that you're listening. Make sure you're paying attention and make sure that when you're reaching out for connections, it's based on a specific moment. That is ultimately what's going to make you stand out among everybody else who is reaching out to them as well. And by reaching out to them and engaging in a story that they are already in the midst of, what you're doing is you're continuing to position them as the hero and you as their guide. When you offer your product and service, whether for free or in collaboration, you are ultimately helping them win. You are helping all of their followers win. That is what makes you a great guide. And that is what makes you a hero maker. All right. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you found this episode valuable, please rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week.